0: Hello comrades and welcome to this week's Dirty Tackle, your viciously light-hearted take on the world of football. And today's show is broadcast from the diamond-clad UEFA headquarters in Monaco. After hearing our suggestions to improve the game feature, the Dirty Tackle team have been invited by Michel Platini to attend the UEFA AGM, the Federation's annual game manipulation conference. It's an absolute honour to be here, helping meddling bureaucrats tinker with the beautiful game. And this morning, we've been leading discussions on how to fiddle with the ever-changing UEFA Cup formats. We've put forward a proposal for the UEFA Toffs to vote on over another round of champagne and caviar. The new format will be designed so that either the losing team from each tie progresses to determine the ultimate European failure, or... Rather than a game being played, a mass merchandising sale takes place, with the more marketable club advancing, cutting out the irritants of a football match. And while we wait for the yays and nays to be tallied, let's take a look at the action from this weekend's Premier League games. In the day's far too early kick-off, tactical mastermind Goose Hiddink showed the first glimpses of his creative brilliance, as Chelsea road to a 1-0 victory at Villa Park, with Hiddink ingeniously selecting the exact same starting eleven and tactics as Ray Wilkins did at Watford last week. Villa showed glimpses of top-four potential, but their strike force of Heskey and Agbonglahore lacks cutting edge, something which is sure to excite Fabio Capello ahead of England's game with Slovakia next month. At the Emirates, Arsenal drew 0-0 with Sunderland, When asked if he ever conceived Arsenal would be 17 points behind runaway leaders Manchester United at this stage of the season, Wenger replied, Manchester United are untouchable. However, at Old Trafford, Blackburn proved Wenger's theory wrong during the pre-match handshakes. When asked about the incident, Wenger replied, I didn't see it. United brushed aside chomping walrus Sam Allardyce's men 2-1, and Howard Webb weaved a tangled trail of contention and controversy as Blackburn paid the penalty for daring to claim a spot kick at Old Trafford. When asked about his thoughts on his goalkeeper, Aldoist commented, Uh, It's not given, but uh, I wasn't surprised. Sir Alex Ferguson says his Manchester United side are capable of an unprecedented quadruple, after Arsene Wenger branded them the untouchables. Chelsea have also been forced to concede defeat after Ferguson ruled them out of the title race. The Blues will surely have to comply, seeing as the FA and Premier League bend over backwards to make sure everything the United boss wants is supplied. The new sentence an irate Rafa Benitez into the final stages of his meltdown, as the Liverpool boss was reduced to a bubbling mound of facial hair and Spanish swear words. Our thoughts go out to the Liverpool cleaning staff who have been short on bodies ever since Robbie Keane's departure. In a promising mid-table clash, Bolton hosted West Ham. But considering the match had no implication on the Champions League race or the relegation battle, we won't be bringing you the result. HMS Portsmouth dropped anchor at the Britannia Stadium and Pompey ruled the waves for most of the match. But after leading 1-0, the toy turned and Beattie's quick-fire double left Captain Hart's men feeling seasick. But it was the Potters players left swabbing the decks thanks to a late own goal as Pompey sailed away with a point. Sunday's action saw West Brom take another step towards successfully regaining their championship status, losing 2-0 to a Fulham side rejuvenated after their midweek kick-around with Manchester United. Newcastle's resurgence continued with Joe Kinnear's indefinite absence from the dressing room as the Magpies battled hard with 10 men for a 0-0 draw against away day specialist Everton. Rafa Benitez has said Liverpool need to win all of their remaining fixtures in order to win the Premier League this season. But those plans were put on hold until next week after his side drew 1-1 at home to Manchester City. And finally we were set to bring you extended coverage of Saturday's Middlesbrough vs. Wigan match with Dirty Tackle's chief correspondent, Malvin Pye, in attendance at the Riverside. Unfortunately, Malvin is currently recovering in hospital from a self-induced coma. After a dismal 90 minutes, all in attendance agreed never to speak of the match again. (laughs) Elsewhere in other news... AC Milan featured in David Beckham's 1-0 win over Cagliari, with Beckham not scoring the only goal. In midweek, a round of UEFA Cup knockout matches were played between Premier League reserve teams and their continental opponents. CSKA Moscow arrived at Villa Park from Russia with love for their UEFA Cup tie against Aston Villa. All eyes won Brazilian sweetheart Wagner Love, who is attracting unwanted attention from a host of adoring top-flight managers. Believed to be amongst the doting bachelors is Everton boss David Moyes, 45, who says he has been looking for love ever since arriving on Merseyside. However, Wagner Love's suitors may yet be left heartbroken, with the striker declaring that it would take a big proposal to tear his heart away from Moscow. Manchester City and Tottenham were also involved in insignificant European matches. 2010 World Cup tickets went on sale on Friday, with England fans warned by FIFA that they could be set for disappointment, as they expect double the amount of applications than there are tickets available. The FA have also warned ticket applicants to prepare for further World Cup disappointments after England's flaccid performance against Spain. The Scottish FA will this week urge English clubs to release Scottish players ahead of their match against Norway on the 12th of August. An over-enthusiastic Harry Redknapp jumped the gun somewhat, greeting defender Alan Hutton at the Spurs training ground with a firm handshake and his P45. This week's ways to improve the game will have to be a quick-fire suggestion as we are busy networking with European football's top brass. Inspired by a morning spent mingling with the brains and attendants, we suggest that half-time intervals should be lengthened from a barely adequate 15 minutes to a more substantial 20, allowing delegates more time to think up additional unnecessary rule changes. And if anyone from FIFA tells you they thought of that, Remember where you heard it first. Seeing how we've had such a lackluster week of Premiership action, we're bringing you an extended feature on the BBC's online news and rumours section, where the Beeb's rumour mill rummagers pilfer the juiciest clippings from the week's back pages, then present it to you as if they have done something constructive. So let this week's round of Chinese whispers begin. Sachs Chelsea manager Felipe Scolari has missed the chance to lead Saudi Arabia in the 2010 World Cup after demanding too much money. The news has alerted overexcited Man City Chiefs as they look to further loosen their purse strings. The Sun report Middlesbrough boss Gareth Southgate believes that Stuart Downing does not want to leave the Riverside despite handing in a transfer request in the January transfer window. Master of Moin Games Southgate has also confused David Wheater, Alfonso Alves and Tunchoi into staying at the club. Wigan boss Steve Bruce could face competition for the signature of online striker Amezaki, as hundreds of fans queue to meet the Egyptian star at an autograph signing in a Wigan Asda. Former Sunderland boss Roy Keane says he was forced out of the Stadium of Light because the club's owner, Ellis Short, did not like his autobiography. Recently, Ellis Short was secretly photographed at the back doors of the stadium forcing out model Katie Price, actress Dawn French and US President Barack Obama after being similarly unimpressed with their life story literature. England outcast Michael Owen hopes to employ a similar tactic at Newcastle, as work hurriedly begins on the re-release of his memoirs in time for the summer transfer window. The Daily Mirror state that Arsenal and Chelsea are both keeping tabs on 18-year-old Bordeaux striker Henri Save. However, Bordeaux are worried the tabs will affect the forwards' performances and restrict his development. Arsenal's Nicholas Bentner does not believe Arshavin's arrival will dislodge him as the club's top striker. How can he possibly dislodge me as top striker when there are at least three better forwards than me already, said the clumsy Dane. A six-year-old boy has been hailed as the new Zinedine Zidane after showing his magical skills on YouTube. Algerian-born Madi Mohamed has sparked the interest of clubs all over the world, including AC Milan who it's said have arranged a pre-contract agreement which gives them first option on him, in 30 years' time. Goose Hiddink has insisted he definitely does want to bring CSKA Moscow's Yuri Zirkov to the club, as Russian billionaire Roman Abramovich removed his quivering finger from the trigger and slowly pulled his gun away from the Chelsea manager's head. With striking cover stretched at Celtic Park, Gordon Strachan has defended his decision to send three forwards out on loan. Fans called to attack the idea to loan out the strikers, but without any attacking options, the decision had to be defended. In the Daily Record, Kilmarnock midfielder Manuel Pascali says he is enjoying life in Scotland, but added his teammates drink industrial quantities of alcohol and run round the pitch like madmen. On Pascali, his teammate added... The Daily Mirror describe how Newcastle defender Habib Boye has revealed he has taken up boxing, after being partnered up to share rooms on away trips with Joey Barton. Sheffield United fans are licking their lips at the prospect of former Bramble Lane favourite Michael Tong returning to the club. Blades boss Kevin Blackwell is chewing over a summer move for Tongue, hoping to add some bite to his promotion-chasing team. The mouthy midfielder has experienced teething problems since moving to Stoke in September. Liverpool striker Fernando Torres has admitted he dreams of one day competing on ITV Dolt Trap Dancing on Ice. Former teammate Robbie Keane said he would also like to appear on the show, but he's happy just to watch from the sidelines. Well, there you go. Despite a week of varied news tidbits, we've still found ourselves resorting to Man City, Robbie Keane or Harry Redknapp's wife jokes. Although, the Mrs Redknapp stuff is getting a bit old now. Much like AC Milan's first team. As you already know, the final course of this week's footballing banquet is the predictable post-meal after eight. That is next week's headlines news predictions. After the other title contenders publicly concede defeat, the Premier League to award Manchester United the Championship three months early and instantly begin a new season next week, with bookmakers backing Liverpool to be viable contenders, as pundits insist this is definitely their year. And Rafa Benitez to continue to sabotage contract talks in order to try and secure the coveted Real Madrid post next season. Rafa's demands, which are becoming ever more ludicrous, have failed to deter the Liverpool owners thus far, who are desperate to keep him at the club. Expect Rafa to be in charge beyond the summer, only if the Bill Shankly statue is adorned with a Matador outfit and the Shankly gates are replaced by Rafa's revolving doors. That's it for another week on Dirty Tackle. We've just got time to bring you the results of the UEFA vote. The delegates have ruled a 50-50 split, meaning both of our ridiculous UEFA Cup suggestions will be applied, adding to the complication of next year's competition. Then again, it can not be much more confusing than it already is. Thanks for listening, and if your team is still in the UEFA Cup, good luck, and we hope you're eliminated soon. I'm Samuel Green, Dirty Tackle has been co-written by Tom Field, and we're supporting footballfancast.com.